Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Tuesday morning broadcast at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the uh, NSN app. Now I understand why there was a, why I heard a collective gasp uh, <laughs> from the from what must have been the Seagull living room last night. Boy, oh boy, what a finish to the national championship. And I guess that collective gasp uh, <laughs> that I, that I heard from uh, from a room or two away was um, was reaction to Villanova's buzzer beater national championship. Pretty unbelievable. And we have a Yeshiva League sports update coming up later. How do you like that? <laughs> All the news of the day relates to JM and the AM somehow. Ari Goldwag with Rock Hoob, so wrote, done by Ohad. You heard Arye Kunstler in there with Moda Ani. Benny Freeman, Zimena Nili Mili, Simcha Liner, and Va'ata. Going back to Kiatahu with Yerachmiel Begun in the Miami Boys Choir and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It is a Tuesday on this April 5th, the 26th day in the month of Adar 2. Welcome to a Tuesday. A great day today because we've, um, we've secured what I believe is going to be a fun and exciting interview. It has been a long Long time since Marvin Silbermans has been on this radio broadcast. In fact, if I am correct, oh no, he appeared live when we were back in East Orange, New Jersey, live in our studio, but I think he's been on at least once since then by telephone, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, he is, of course, an Orthodox Jew, and that's what he says, and wears proudly first before anything else, uh, has been a writer for Jay Leno, uh, even way before Jay Leno was a... Uh, star on the tonight show and then of course when he went to the tonight show marvin silberman's was on his team of writers i went with him jay leno this sunday night for the uh, united Hatzalah of israel event in new york city and marvin silberman's is scheduled to join us you may have seen this on social media already since i posted it last night uh marvin silberman's is scheduled to join us 
What is it like being an Orthodox Jew writing for The Tonight Show and being somebody this close to Jay Leno for so many years, decades at this point? I'll have a chance to ask him and uh, get some insight and have some fun. He is He's a great comedian himself, um, Marvin Silverman's. He has a lot of... Um, he has a lot of visual comedy that he does, specifically geared to the Jewish community. I think you could see a bunch of it on YouTube. Uh, he's the one with the kiddish fork, you know, the one that <laughs> that folds out to a very, very, very long, like, three-foot fork that you could reach over everybody else to grab food. <laughs> and he's got the rear-view mirror uh, attached to his sitter, so when he takes three steps back, see, three steps back he can see what's behind him and things like that. So <laughs> he's a funny man. Uh, of course, he's got to be the right for a, a great comedian, um, but he's a great performer, a funny performer uh, in and of himself, and uh, we'll get to speak to him coming up. So that's in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Make sure to be tuned in right here to JM in the AM. 28 degrees outside. It feels like 22. It is cold out with 51% humidity. Winds are east at 6 miles an hour. Partly cloudy today with a high of 42, then clear skies for tonight. Low 28, mostly sunny tomorrow. We'll get up to 48 degrees. Right now we're at 28 with a wind chill of 22 here in Jersey City, as we say good morning at JM in the AM, 27 minutes before 7 o'clock. Plenty more coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial and around the world on the web. It's jmintheam.org. And, of course, on what we hope you have in your phone, and that is the NSN app. Strangers raising flags, seeing you dressed in nation ranks, seeing them all turn around. Just like you, I hold my ground, but I stand quiet, I stand still, like a rock throughout the ages. I'm just a stone from your home. I'm Jerusalem Stone And I waited all this time Still in this land of mine And I waited through the ugliness and grime See you in this land of mine Whoa, 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 whoa Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Brand new from Mordechai Shapiro, Schar Mitzvah, before that eighth day with Jerusalem Stone. Want to um, want to thank those who've been checking in on the NSN app. Uh, the app gives you the opportunity every uh, every moment of every show uh, to comment as the um, as the show is going on. Simple as that. Uh, so Trucker Yitz has already checked in. Boker Tov, you all. He says he writes snow and ice leftovers on the ground. And more on Friday, he says, question mark. I assume he's up in uh, upstate New York uh, where there's still some snow uh, around. And um, 
as he says, is more in the forecast coming up later in the week. And then I want to thank listener Dasi. She says, tuning in from Jerusalem. Can't wait to hear Marv. Tell him hi from Dasi. Yeah, Marv Silbermans is going to be our guest coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, who, um, and I'll bring this up to him. He had, uh, in my opinion, one of the most poignant uh, observations about being an Orthodox Jew in the show business uh, years ago on this show, and I've used his quote. Um, actually, it's a quote about, or I should say it's a, uh, I paraphrase what he said, uh, about um, being Orthodox, or not not being Orthodox, but in general, what it's like to try to break in to the uh, industry um, out there in Hollywood and uh, to be a writer, you know, for a great comedian, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's a story I've told many times. I'll bring it up again today. So I'll have that for you coming up right here at JM in the AM. He is uh, going to help us uh, speak about Sunday night's event at Jay Leno, his, uh, his boss for a long, long time. Uh, is going to be performing uh, at the uh, United Hatzalah of Israel event that's this coming Sunday night in uh, New York City. And we will talk about that and much, much more. Marvin Silberman's 8 o'clock hour coming up. This is JM in the AM.
צדיק כתמר יפרח כארץ בלבנון נסגר שתולים בבית השם בית השם צדיק כתמר יפרח כארץ בלבנון נסגר שתולים בבית השם בית
Shlomo Katz. Love that song. You probably could tell that over the last few weeks. <laughs> Since he introduced it at our Jewish Unity Initiative in Israel just a couple of months ago. Yummy Lowy with Yigdal's brand new Diaspora's Tzaddik Moshav Band had come back. Mordechai Shapiro with Schar Mitzvah. You heard Jerusalem Stone done by Eighth Day. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. 
Galit Sal in the background. We'll go to our news from Israel coming up. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. You can do that with every show that we've got going 24 hours a day. Install the NSN app for Android and iPhone ASAP. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from Jamnia. התביעה הצבאית מתכננת כתב אישום לחייל שירה במחבל בחברון בשבוע הבא, כתובתנו קרן בן מורדכי. בדיון בערעור על תנאי מעצרו של החייל אמרה התובעת הצבאית הראשית כי בידי הסרטונים נוספים מהאירוע המתעדים את החייל לאחר מעשה מחייך ולוחץ ידיים לאזרחים. מנגד סנגוריו של החייל אמרו בדיון כי על פי עדויות המח"ט והמג"ד, הכוונה המקורית הייתה לטפל בחייל משמעתית בלבד, ורק לאחר התייעצות עם הפרקליטות הוחלט להעביר את האירוע לחקירת מתח. המפרק של חברת אור סיטי נדלן שבבעלות ענבל אור, עורך הדין איתן ארז אומר, יש מאות לקוחות שנפגעו, נאלץ לבטל מיזמי בנייה, כתבנו תומר ורון שמע אותו. אני מבקש גם להפנות תשומת זרקור למשיכות האישיות של הגברת ענבל אור, שמשכה מעל שישה מיליון שקל באופן פרטי, כמובן לא כמשכורת, לא כדיבידנד, לא כשום דבר, אלא פשוט הכניסה את היד לכסף, לקופה לקחה את הכסף, זה כסף של אנשים, זה כסף של אנשים שקנו דירות במקומות אחרים. היא פשוט עשתה בו שימוש כאילו זה כסף שלה. שרת ההפרדה בחדרי היולדות, יעל דן, שוחחה עם חברי הכנסת מיקי רוזנטל, שתקף את החלטת בתי החולים, ועם חבר הכנסת בצלאל סמוטריץ', שתמך בה. כשאני במלחמה מול מישהו, אז הדבר הכי טבעי זה תחושה של אויבות. אשתי לא צריכה לשכב עם מישהי שיכול להיות שהבן שלה בעוד 20 שנה ירצה לרצוח את הבן שלי. אסור שאנשים כמוך יסתובבו בכלל ברחובות. אתה פשוט שייך לאס היהודי החדש. הרי ההכללה שמובנית באמירה הגזענית של חבר הכנסת סמוטריץ' אומרת שכל הערבים מחבלים בפוטנציה. זה פשוט איום ונורא. זה בדיוק מה שעשו ליהודים בגרמניה הנאצים. מתקפה החריפה על שרת המשפטים איילת שקד על דבריה אתמול נגד שופטי בג"ץ. רינו צרור דיבר עם שופטת העליון בדימוס עדנה ארבל ועם חברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ'. מה ששמענו אתמול מפיה של מי שמופקדת על מערכת המשפט, שרת המשפטים איילת שקד, לא היה ביקורת. זאת הייתה השתלחות פרועה, זאת הייתה הפחדה. צריך לזכור שהיא עומדת בראש הוועדה למינוי שופטים. ביקורת היא תמיד חשובה. מתקפה כזאת פוגעת בעקרונות הדמוקרטיה. שביסודה הפרדת רשויות. ומנגד השר נפתלי בנט אמר לכתבתנו שירה נאות, אני מגבה את הדברים. אני עומד בצורה מלאה מאחורי שרת המשפטים איילת שקד. יושב ראש חברת החשמל יפתח רון טל מגיב לראשונה על ההחלטה לנתק את זרימת החשמל לערים פלסטיניות שפורסמה לראשונה בגל"צ. האם יש כאן מישהו שמעלה על דעתו לתת איזשהו שירות ללקוח ולהמשיך לספק אותו כשהוא לא משלם? יש פה מישהו? אנחנו באופן מידתי מגבילים את זרם החשמל, ומכאן אני קורא למי שאצלו הסמכות לסייע לנו על מנת שהחובות האלה ייגבו. כתבנו ענבל תמיר מזכיר כי החוב של הרשות הפלסטינית ושל חברת החשמל המזרח ירושלמית לחברת החשמל בישראל עומד על יותר ממיליארד ושבע מאות מיליוני שקלים. ולסיום אברהם בן 81 הופתע לגלות הבוקר כי הקרניות שהושתלו בעיניו הן תרומה מראש המוסד המנוח מאיר דגן. בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים שמענו את אשתו, שרה. רק היום הוא התבשר שזה ממאיר דגן. הוא מאוד מאוד קיבל את זה בהתלהבות ובשמחה גדולה. אני רואה שהשמחה חזרה אליו, הוא חש תחושה שונה לגמרי. אלה החדשות שעורך ישי שנרב.
התוכנית בחסות.
David Gabe, it's called Monet, and it's from the Hakola Tova CD here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Achenu, done by our friends at Dirshu from the Hayu Nechonim CD. Uh, you heard Yossi Green off Yiddish and Nachas with Kila Cha to open up that set here at JM in the AM. 18 minutes after 7 o'clock, Tuesday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. Got a Yeshiva League sports update. I got to thank Elliot Weiselberg, who has. He's been amazing when it comes to. Um, the Yeshiva League Sports Update, usually we uh, ended the update run each season when the basketball and hockey seasons came to a conclusion. Uh, but he has insisted, and we are so happy and proud that he's done this, on continuing the Yeshiva League Sports Update um, as long as there are sports being played in the Yeshiva League. So I know that the coaches and players and families and uh, staff and faculty and principals are all happy about that, as are we, so... We're going to keep it going Tuesdays at 7.20 right here at JM in the AM. Yeshiva League Sports Update just a minute or two away. So keep it here for that. Tomorrow we get to explore the big announcement from our friends at OHEL. They always have something unique coming up. And uh, this year, no different. Uh, <laughs> those of you who are ready for, a, for an extreme challenge, an extreme day, <laughs> it's happening on May the 15th up at Camp Cayley. Um, it is the Extreme Challenge, the OXC. Um, in fact, if you go to the web, ohelloxc.org, ohelloxc.org, you'll see exactly what I mean. Tomorrow we'll uh, talk about it and give everybody the details on uh, on signing up, joining in, being part of that uh, being part of that amazing uh, event. So we'll do that tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. 28 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 42. It's Tuesday morning here at JM and the AM. Two weeks from today will be the Erev Pesach show. Two weeks from today won't be Erev Pesach, don't worry. <laughs> You'll still have a few days after that. But two weeks from today on the 19th of April uh, will be our Pesach products uh, uh, questions and answers and discussion. We'll do that um, the 19th of April here at JM and the AM. Uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld has uh, confirmed, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, he's confirmed. Ronnie and Larry at um, J Drugs in uh, Brooklyn, New York, they have confirmed. We're going to confirm with our other panelists, and uh, we will have the um, full panel here, Bezrat Hashem, to join us for the uh, Erev Pesach show. Again, the Pesach product show, which is a few days before Pesach on the Tuesday uh, before Pesach right here at JM in the AM. 
21 minutes after 7 o'clock, Elliot Weiselberg is set. Our Yeshiva League sports update, Tuesdays at 7.20, with a special shout-out, by the way, to Mike and the entire staff at Crown Trophy. It seems that um, all the winners continue to get a lot of hardware from them. <laughs> so we say congratulations. I don't know if Villanova got their hardware from them, although I guarantee you that if uh, the national championship for the NCAA wanted a great trophy, they can go to Crown and get a great one. Um and boy, oh boy, that was some exciting finish last evening. As I said earlier, now I know why I heard a collective gasp <laughs> from uh, from from far away uh, at some point. I don't know, it must have been around 11 o'clock or so when that last basket went in just before the buzzer. Actually, the basket may have gone in after the buzzer sounded. That's how close a buzzer beater it was. So congratulations, Villanova, and congratulations to all the Yeshiva League sports athletes out there who have had an amazing season, and now we get to hear more about it. Elliot Weiselberg, our Yeshiva League sports update at JM in the AM. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. Boys Varsity Soccer's defending champions knocked from the ranks of the undefeated, an extra inning affair in the season opener of Boys Varsity Softball, and some new blood at the top of the league in girls varsity hockey. All that and more straight ahead, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Sunday evening was the official first pitch of the Major League Baseball season, but the first pitch of the spring season belonged to the Boys Varsity Softball League. Three games were played last Friday, and the season did not have to look beyond its first day for fireworks. In Brooklyn, Shari Torah posted a come-from-behind 5-4 win over Flatbush. Down one in the bottom of the seventh with two outs down 4-3. Shares Henry Levy singled in the game-tying run. And in extras, Rafi Safdie's sack fly scored Henry Cohen for the game winner. Shari Torah joins YDE at 1-0 in the Central and TABC as winners of the season's first games. The Stars will face Orha Torah tonight, while most, if not all, of the league will be in action this coming weekend. Heading back indoors to boys' varsity soccer, where two teams clearly stand above their divisions, and one just got knocked down a peg. Defending champs TABC rolled into the season, taking a dominant victory over Hillel before proving their mettle against a strong Kushner side. After a 7-0 win over JEC and TABC a few weeks ago, a repeat game against the Thunder looked to be a mere formality on TABC's road to staying undefeated at the halfway mark. Not so fast, said the Thunder. In a showing of just how different one game is from the next, JEC pulled out a 6-4 victory, jumping into a tie for second in the West at 2-1-1. TABC still maintains a one-point lead in the division at 3-1, but Frisch and Kushner are also within striking distance, and as the old saying goes, there's blood in the water. Around the league... SAR and Hank lead the Central and East, respectively. Hank by a wide margin at 6-0, with no other East team having their second win yet. Switching gears to girls hockey, the last week showed just how much has changed since last year. After four years of Frisch and Mayanote finals, both teams stumbled out of the gate, Mayanote falling to 1-1 with a loss to Heschel on Sunday and Frisch dropping their opener to SAR 4-1. Heschel, the early season surprise, sits atop the West with a record of 4-0. SAR's win over Frisch also keeps them undefeated at 4-0, but will hit the meat of their schedule at the back end of the season. The other remaining undefeated team, the Kushner Cobras, currently 3-0 behind Heschel in the West, who have defeated teams in convincing fashion, most recently knocking off previously undefeated Hafter this past Sunday. 
Kushner and Maya Note, a game that should tell us a lot about how the West will shape up over the next month, will take place tomorrow night in Teaneck. Finally, boys hockey will be back for a day this coming Sunday at the 2016 Esther Semmelman Memorial All-Star Day in TABC. All-Stars from the Varsity, Junior Varsity, and for the first time, Junior High, will gather for a day of hockey to benefit iShine. Festivities start at 11 a.m., and general admission is $5. For more information on iShine, how to sponsor, or the games, please visit www.tabc.org backslash Hockey. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
ורדים, לפני מלך מלכי המלכים. די, הקדוש ברוך Yitzchak Fuchs, he's amazing. Aleinu off the Mimama Kim CD, 7.30 in the morning, it's Tuesday, 28 degrees, 22 the wind chill, wow. On the chilly side, to say the least. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Masar of Zebun of Yosef Alevi and Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Maseches Kedushin. Abai heard that Acha was coming to town. There was a certain demon that was in the base of Madrash. It was damaging. It was Mazik all who entered. Abai ordered that no one should extend to Acha hospitality. He would have to remain in the base of Madrash. So Acha came and nobody let him in. He had to spend the night in the base of Madrash. During that time, the shade appeared, the demon appeared as a serpent with seven heads. Immediately, Rab Acha was mispalel. He prayed and he fell to his knees. Each time that he fell to his knees out of subservience to Hashem, one head fell off from the serpent and died. The next day, he came to Abaye. He said to him, If a miracle had not occurred, you would have endangered my life. He understood that Abaye had wanted him to destroy the Mazik. The Marsha asked a very interesting question. How is it possible that Abaye allowed Rabacha to go into a Mokum Sakana, to a place of danger? The Gemara tells us in Meseches Shabbos, "La'olam al yamod adam b'makom sakana." A person should never stand in a place of danger. By saying a miracle is going to happen for me, shema ein osinais, because it is quite possible that a miracle may not happen. Vim osin lonais, if a miracle does happen, menakin lo mischuyoso then it takes away from the merits in the schuyos that the individual has. The Maharsha gives a fascinating answer. Bevadai al Of course, Abai relied on the great righteousness, the tzidkus of Acha. However, the reason is, because of his great power of prayer and belief in Hashem, he would not be hurt and he would be able to destroy the mazik. This is not called a miracle, because Hashem has enrooted in Teva, in the nature of our world, that when one prays sincerely with their heart, the tfilos, the prayers will be answered, and this is not considered to be a miracle. Believe it or not, you and I have that great power of prayer as well. May Hashem Yisbarach answer the prayers and the tefillos of all of Klal Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Life is a mountain we must climb. We don't have forever, just the time He gives us. Get to the top if you can. This is the challenge of man. Yes, you might fall and tumble down. Sometimes that happens when you dare. Knowing you, my child, you'll pick yourself up, start again from there. Keep climbing. Don't let nothing stand in your way. Keep believing. Pay no attention to what they say.
mountain, we must climb.
Anches jetzt mit Steien, ich ruhe es viel am Maien, viel Daten dem Getreien, heut eine Lade von Weihen, heut esse die mein Eien, sie wehmen, kennen mich schreien, viel Daten dem Getreien. with Lipa wrapping up the hour on this Tuesday morning broadcast. Uh, Lipa had the uh, Hentalach. You heard some Haliner with Shalom. Avraham Alavim Free with Keep Climbing. Uh, Gam was done by the uh, folks at the Waterbury Yeshiva from the CD entitled Stay With Me. And you heard the Weinrub Brothers with Esau Enai to open that set off of the Mayain Olam Haba CD. Tuesday morning with 28 degrees, 22 the wind chill, partly cloudy and a high temperature of 42. Tonight clear skies, a low 28. And tomorrow mostly sunny with a high temperature 48 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 76. We're at 28 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Marvin Silverman is going to join us in a minute. Longtime writer for Jay Leno in The Tonight Show. Uh, he is an Orthodox Jew in a unique situation, to say the least, for many, many years. And we'll speak with him coming up. Of course, he's going to help us remind everybody that this coming Sunday night, Jay Leno is the featured performer uh, with about an hour of amazing comedy. At a night that is dedicated to laughter and music, Friends of United Hatzalah of Israel present 8th Day, Jay Leno and Lipa together this Sunday at the Jazz at Lincoln Center. 
starting at 7.30. It's Broadway and 60th Street in New York City. Information, eveningforisrael.com, eveningforisrael.com, or you could dial 646-833-7108, 646-833-7108. Two minutes before 8 o'clock, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios, in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. He was uh, one of the main writers at The Tonight Show and for Jay Leno in general from 1991 till 2009. Still writes comedy and is still one of the uh, one, most wonderful people out there. I refer to the one and only Marvin Silberman, who's with us live via telephone from Los Angeles. Marvin, welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, hello. I have to... Uh, Hold on, I have to say chakras. <laughs> you have plenty of time for that. It's, it's five well, in the morning. <laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, I, I don't know the last. Wow. I was trying to think the last time you were on. I know you you were you were live and in person with us a million years it ago. Was, it was in the year Gimel. <laughs> year Gimel, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I, I think Rashi and the Rishonim were on, and it was actually Rashi and the Rishonim. Meaning Rashi himself, that, the re, the real Rashi. Yes, it was that long ago. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, a couple of things. Uh, as I remind everybody that you had this unique situation of being an Orthodox Jew um, working for Jay Leno. And um, as you know, Jay is going to be headlining this Hatzalah Israel, United Hatzalah of Israel event in New York this coming Sunday. You're not going to be in New York Sunday, are you? No, my wife wants me to stay here and take down the sucker. <laughs> you haven't done oh, that? You haven't done that yet, huh? Well, I tell her, you know, don't bother me every four months with this tape and the sucker. <laughs> but I got to do it. All right, so get to that over the weekend if you can. A couple of things we discussed over your last couple of appearances here at JMDA that I just wanted to review. First of all, <laughs> some of the some of the do you remember this whole discussion about educational institutions that you attended? Um, who 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 wanted nothing to do with you because you were in Hollywood until it was time to honor yeah. somebody at their dinner. <laughs> I like to discuss it, but they pay me not to mention their name. That <laughs> yeah, was associated with them. Yeah, I understand. Well, they, they uh, it's true they wouldn't mention me in the newsletters, but anyone who got a job at the post office, they would uh, mention. Well, TV was trait then. Yeah. Well, actually, it's worse now. Yeah, I would think it's worse now. There's a story that I constantly tell uh, at, at these Q and A's, and whenever I have an opportunity to speak about, um, you know, my unique situation in radio, uh, I always tell the story about the woman who called up while you were with me in our studio. I don't know, 20 years ago or so. Uh, you had just started at the Tonight Show. You had been writing for Jay Leno for a while, for a couple of years. You had just started the Tonight Show, and she asked, "How does one become?" You know, because she said her son is a you know a funny kid and has this aspiration to you know to write mm -hmm. jokes. How does one become a writer for you know for someone like Jay Leno? I don't know. Do you remember the answer? Because I'll I'll remind you of the answer since I've been quoting you for a couple of decades. You ready? Oh my God! No, I don't. <laughs> you basically, I'll paraphrase. You basically said uh, you start writing jokes and uh, you know and you and you um, you know target them for a specific comedian. And you write them for free. You send it to them and see if they like them. Then if they really like them and they like the fact that you're, you know, you're able to provide them to them on a regular basis, they'll start paying you. I think at that time you said it was X number of dollars per fact sheet, you know, of jokes. Fifty then. 
What was it? Well, Jay paid 50. 50 bucks. Fifty bucks per fax, per page of a fax for jokes. No, no, for a joke that he that worked. For any joke that worked. Yeah. Okay, and then you said, uh, "You know, keep doing this for a few years, and then go into a room, and shut the door, and pray that that comic gets a network television show." No. <laughs> <laughs> that is, and, and it is such an unbelievable example or reflection of how difficult it is to make it. And what kind of fate or luck or break you need to make it, whether you're orthodox or not. It is very hard. Ask any Uber driver in L.A. They're all trying to make it, they huh? All, oh, yes. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of luck involved. For every light on Broadway, huh? <laughs> Marvin Silberman is with us. By the way, the, the, another story that keeps coming up because ever since Jay was announced as the you know the headliner for the United Hatsala event, and I think we discussed this one on the air. Isn't there a story? And I don't. You got to tell me how accurate this is. Isn't there a story where you told him you have to be off for Shavuos, a holiday that he had absolutely no knowledge of and never heard of? And, I, and the next morning, he sees a bunch of people going to shul, and he says to them, "Is it really a holiday today?" Because Marvin. Oh, that's true. Well, he would do that every Friday when he would drove home. Every Friday he would. Okay, uh, Marvin take uh, yeah, or let's say. Uh, it was a yontif. See someone with a yarmulke. He asked him, "Is this a Jewish holiday?" Because he wanted to know if you real, if you were serious about taking off. Yes. <laughs> well, we went to Las Vegas. The show went to Las Vegas for Shavuos, and uh, I said I can't go. And he said, "Why not?" I said, "Well, it's Shavuos. Well, what's that? Well, when the Jews were in the desert, you know, we we." celebrate that the Jews were there and then he said, Well this is perfect, you'll be in the desert in Las Vegas. <laughs> he didn't win you over, huh? No. <laughs> and with Jews in Las Vegas. What I mean, what type of encounters did you have at work itself? You're sitting around the writer's table eating different food than everybody else I would assume. And especially, well, especially the beginning when I, you know, when I guess the transition was somewhat, I don't know, was it awkward or was it a transition that required, you know, some patience on their part? What happened toward the beginning of this run when you get to the Tonight Show out there in L.A.? Well, it's not, you know, there are Jews in show business. Right, good point. And in comedy. And, and the Gaim were Irish and Italian Catholics, and they knew about Jews, and they would ask me about Yiddish questions, uh, questions about Yiddish because they heard... Uh, Buddy Hackett, say it, or uh, Don Rickles. But I'll tell you something seriously. They were making fun of me on a Friday very early. They were talking about they were going to go to a nightclub or dancing, and they said, well, Marvin, you will be in synagogue. So think of us. And then after that was over, Jay said to me, I'll bet in your shul you're the wild man. <laughs> Which is so insightful. Like I'm the crazy guy in the shul, <laughs> right. and I'm a I'm a nerd. <laughs> right. It was he he understood. What did he think he of? Says, say it again. He says shul. He says daven. He grew up with uh, Jewish friends in Massachusetts, and then when he got into show business, his friends were Jerry Seinfeld and Paul Reiser and. Uh, of course, mostly Jews. Right, all these show business. Marvin Silberman is with us. Uh, his old boss, Jay Leno, headlines this coming Sunday night. So where did he get this uh, love of Israel? Where did he get this um, connection?
connection to the Holy Land. He just, I asked him. He says, I don't know why everyone isn't for Israel. It's so obvious. He doesn't, he, he, uh, he just says, well, well, aren't, well, who wouldn't be for Israel? That's what he says. So for him, it's a no-brainer. That's right. Maybe it has something to do with the origins of comedy being uh, Jewish. Ronnie Dangerfield, his name was Jacob Cohn. Everyone who admires Jack Benny, he really admired Jack Benny. All Jews. Yeah, no, the Jews are okay. We don't cause trouble. No, not at all. And but he hated playing the Concord. He, <laughs> he said that? at the Concord yeah. uh, every year, and he said... You know, the problem is, those people don't pay for the show. So they, I'm performing, and they wander through the door in the back, and they take a look, they stand there, and decide whether to stay and watch, <laughs> and they're not really listening. <laughs> then an imitation of them, uh, like air flossing, they stand there, <laughs> and they're pulling the Gedempa Flanken through their teeth. <laughs> they don't have a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's insightful. That is insightful. Yeah. I never thought of that. But you know, and the only they... people go to the show are the people who sneak into the hotel. Right. They're the ones who really want to see it. <laughs> anybody, anybody who's eligible to see it has no interest. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Or it's never good enough. Uh, speaking to Marvin Silbermans. So, uh, how many times... Did, I, I mean, how many times? I can't imagine you would know an exact number. But, but many times, your... Judaism worked its way into actual routines on the Tonight Show, right? I mean, the one I remember most, oh. the one I remember most notably. Do you know what I'm going to say? Uh, the one I remember most notably. On an airplane. Yes, the one I remember oh. most. <laughs> what, what did they call the airline? What was the name of the airline? Do you remember? Like, wasn't the, fly fly by night airline? No, the reason I asked, oh, I thought it had to do with the fact because what they did was they served. <laughs> go ahead, tell the story. I don't want to mess it up. Crashlandia Airlines. What was it called? Crashlandia. Crashlandia Airline. Uh, there was a movie called Alive. It was about these passengers who crashed, a soccer team, and they had to resort to cannibalism. Right. So we did a sketch <laughs> on an airplane, and they got me and John Max, who's Jewish, <laughs> and I gave him a yarmulke, and we sat there, and... Okay, the bit was that the stewardess, oh, excuse me, that's how old it is. The flight attendant. flight attendant told us what to do in case of a crash, and it was all <laughs> related to cannibalism. So if, if the plane crashes, a bottle of anyone's steak sauce will fall down. Right. And then they said, oh, and for a kosher meal in aisle three... <laughs> And pointed, and we stood up with our yamaka. I'll never forget that moment. You stood, ah. you stood up wearing a yamaka, and that was. And you know, they they had a section of an airplane they brought in just to do that together. skit. They they have airplanes, and then Jay. Whenever we did an airplane sketch, Jay would go over to people and say, "You know, this plane crashed. They used planes that crashed." Wow! Someone died in that. <laughs> would do that. Oh gosh, that's eerie. Uh, how many did, did it happen very often? Uh, aside from that, uh, you know, incorporating. Uh... Well, here's one. I played Hillary's rabbi, and I I stood ready if she needed a rabbi. This is when she was running for the Senate, 
and I was in a glass case, and it said, in case of emergency, break glass, in case you have to be Jewish. Ah, for New York. <laughs> and I, I held a stone chumash, <laughs> and, and I shocked, and the guy who was directing me was Italian, he said, Marvin, do this, and then he shuckled. He didn't know the words for it. So but... I shuckled, and, uh, and they would always give me a clean talus. I wanted to switch it for my talus, because they had a, the clean talus, which you don't see. <laughs> you wanted it to be authentic. They, they gave me a beckage. They gave me a a, a coat, and the gartel was uh, the middle was sewn to the back, so you couldn't put it on like a gartel. You do that from the front, right? You start with a hem from front, right? So. Uh, and you, then I was bringing my own things, my kiddish cup. You know, once I played a ventriloquist, you didn't see this, it was Friday night. I, I, I played a ventriloquist with a Hasidic dummy, which they gave me, and I drank from a, a kiddish cup of wine while he sang. That was for Ed McMahon. <laughs> that is cool. And uh, my mother wouldn't watch that because it was recorded on a Friday night. Wow. Any of these things? Any of these things on YouTube or preserved somewhere for us to go back to? Well, my son put them on Google. I have to tell you, he uh, if you put NBC or Tonight Show, uh, NBC is very protective and they take their uh, they take everything they they own off. So you have to put it on and not call it NBC. So, like comics are on left comic standing, they can't put their. They have to disguise it somehow. I know my sons are the programmers. They're, they're all in New Jersey, by the way. My son. Interesting. What's the difference? They between, had enough of Hollywood. What's the difference between uh, growing up here and growing up in uh, in Hollywood? Well, they've done both, but really, the pizza's better in New York. Oh yeah, we got it, we got it right over here. The kosher pizza's right. I think it's the uh, the water which has those sea monkeys that. Uh, <laughs> But the, <laughs> but, the, but the weather's better in L.A., right? Well, is it 42? No, here it's 28. Oh, well, I can't hear you. My air conditioner's on high. Yeah, exactly. Let me turn it down. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about it. How about your own career? Because you, you, I, I mentioned earlier in the show that you invented the kiddish fork, right? The folding, the fold-out fork that right. that is about three feet long and can and can hover over a crowd to get to something at the kiddish table. <laughs> and I, I mentioned that you invented the rearview mirror for your sitter, so when you take three steps That's back, you know what's behind you, right? That's right. Has, and you've done that routine and, at the Chabad Telethon and a million other places. Are, are you still doing some of those visual things? Oh yes, I am. I do. Uh, I know what I could, it's visual. I don't know if I could do it on radio. Well, give me one prop. Give me one prop that's you know, recent that we may not have. Radio is like, it's like a TV that's busted. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, it doesn't get a picture. <laughs> but like my mother says, I don't get, she lives in Washington Heights. Channel 2, I don't get, she would say. 11 is good, comes and good, but there's nothing I want to watch on it. <laughs> remember those? <laughs> yes, I remember those days. <laughs> so, uh, my mother's 93 and she's in the Heights. Wow. There you go. Uh, she goes to shul. So no. uh, uh, I used to have Made in Israel labels. So if you go to Israel and come home, forgot to buy your souvenirs for everyone. Nice. Buy anything. Very good. To get on. Maybe, 
<laughs> Very good. You go to Dollar Tree. Oh, what do we have? Sixty-nine cent store. Oh, oh, it went up. Perfect. Um, did you you wrote the material for Jay when he went to Israel? All the Israel-related, you know. Yeah, and his favorite joke, the biggest laugh was, uh, Israeli is the purest democracy because every Israeli has his own political party. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I was writing for him, he called me in. What's the joke? Uh, uh, Lubavitch was uh, taking faxes that they were used as Kritluch, right. and they would put them in the wall. So you fax from New York when the right. fax started. Right. So Jay said, uh, now I have two jokes that people gave me. One is, there's a new service called Wall Waiting. Ah, uh, very good. Right. And there's a new service called Call Waiting. Mm -hmm. So first of all, is it offensive? I said, no. He said, well, which is funnier? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, call waiting, but it didn't get a laugh. I think wall waiting would have been better. <laughs> wall, wait <laughs> wall waiting. <laughs> then he did a joke about, uh, was it Begin and Arafat? I, they had dinner? Is that? Is, so he said, uh, I think the waiter was confused. He, says, he said to them, who gets the bacon and eggs? Right. But actually... Arafat wouldn't have the bacon and eggs because ostensibly he was. Uh, that's right. I know the audience laughed for the wrong reason. <laughs> that's what the audience thought that it wasn't even a true story. <laughs> it couldn't have been true. I like that. Um, what else did I want to ask you? The uh, <laughs> the and 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 he goes to Israel and he's a big hit there, right? He's a big hit. He loves it. They take him around. And do you think that this Sunday night? He'll incorporate a lot of the Israel stuff. Like, does he real? Would, would he realize? I don't know when the last time is you spoke to him, or if you even spoke to him about Sunday Night Show. But, but does he realize that this is a very, you know, this is a crowd that travels to Israel a lot and and, and would appreciate those jokes? Oh God, I don't know. And, and a lot of it's about uh, TV. So, what do you mean a lot of it? Don't watch TV. Oh, well, I don't know about that. A lot of routines about commercials and. Yeah, but I think I think that'll work. I think that'll. But work. it's a perfectly clean act, right? I saw him uh, about six months ago at the. He does this comedy club every Sunday night, and I brought Rab, brought Rabbi Hirsch and his wife. Rabbi Hirsch is eighty years old, so, and Jay sees him. He sees me. He sees the rabbi, and he goes, and his wife, and he goes, "Oh my God, the kids have grown." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He's so funny that every minute. So uh, and uh, the rabbi was impressed that uh, it's so it's so clean. Uh, let me explain that Seinfeld and Letterman and Paul Reiser they decided to be clean, right? And it's a definite uh, it's a commitment not to say a full letter word or talk about. Any subject that's offensive, which is surprising if you go to comedy clubs, it gets filthy. Right. So they're the most successful. And look how they kept their act. Yes. It's funny. The funny thing is, he didn't grow up in a religious home. His parents are Scottish. His mother came from Scotland. His father's Italian from the east side. They never were religious. I mean, his mother was sent here because the family couldn't afford to keep her in Scotland. Hmm. They were poor. So they're like Friday evening. 
they came to the new country. So he came. But they were very conservative. They didn't. Uh, they didn't curse and. They, so he can relate to a lot of things in our community. No question about it. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. All right, Marvin, I thank you so much. Um, Boy, it's been so long. It has been a long time. We got together, you know, the stone chumash was actually stone. <laughs> that's how long it's been. Huh? It. That's, that's how long ago. That's how long it's been since we've been together. The stone chumash was, it was a so, stone. <laughs> yeah. You know, Avram Freed had a five o'clock shadow. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Uh, well, next time I'm in LA, I'll try to look you up. Oh yes, please. Yeah, you know. Come on over. You got a you got a bathing suit. <laughs> you have a pool. Yeah, I'll blow it up and uh, <laughs> we'll go swimming. That's a Johnny Carson joke. That was a Carson joke. Yeah. Wow. They still talk about him That's out like there. I got huh? a lot of money in the bank, but I I'd hate to break that. Or someone pig and open it. All right. Same joke. Yeah. Same type of joke. Right. Same type of joke. I got it. Marvin, thank you. Carson, the out of Ebbet. Oh, okay. It was a pleasure talking to you. Great speaking to you, sir. Continued okay. success. There he is, Marvin Silbermans, an Orthodox Jew who made it in Hollywood. Writer for tonight's show with Jay Leno, and no doubt, if uh, you might hear a Marvin joke uh, this coming Sunday night, you never know. Especially if Jay digs out some of those, uh, or digs up some of those Israel references from his most recent trip. Friends of United Hatzalah presents Laughter and Music, an evening for Israel with Jay Leno in a full one-hour performance, Eighth Day and Lipa, this coming Sunday night at the Jazz at Lincoln Center in New York City. EveningforIsrael.com, EveningforIsrael.com, or 646-833-7108, 646-833-7108. My thanks to Marvin Silbermans. This is JM in the AM.
Jag bin jag aldrig är 
J.M. and the A.M. It's Yehuda Cat. Oh, there we go. Yehuda Katz and Company with Odu off of the Bill Adayich CD here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, Lipa, who's part of Sunday night's event, of course. A big part uh, with Hasher Yatsar. Before that eighth day, you heard Freedom and Hakel. Freedom, a classic. Hakel, a new one, a brand new single from eighth day. Maybe they'll do it this coming Sunday night. As Friends of United Hatzalah of Israel have a big evening of laughter and music. Uh, this coming Sunday, the Jazz at Lincoln Center. Jay Leno in a one-hour performance plus Lipa and Eighth Day. I want to thank Marvin Silbermans. Always great checking in with Marvin Silbermans. So many great lines. Um, information, eveningforisrael.com, eveningforisrael.com, or 646-833-7108, 646-833-7108. Tomorrow, we'll check out what's happening with OHEL and the OXC. You can go to ohelloxc.org. It's happening on May the 15th, a unique and amazing extreme challenge. The OXC, OHEL Extreme Challenge, uh, happening on May the 15th up at Camp Cayley. Again, we'll explore more of that tomorrow with details, etc., here at JM and the AM. Don't forget, tune in all day long to our amazing stream at jmtheam.org as we present great programming. The OU Jewish Reaction Show has a couple of amazing guests today discussing the history of the OU. Hope you have an opportunity to tune in starting at 9 o'clock this morning here at jmtheam.org. And, of course, on the NSN app. ZK is going to conduct a live lunch today. A lot of great music and a lot of wonderful programming all through the day. Make sure you have the NSN app and keep the stream going on your computer or your app all day Long Check us out on social media, including on Facebook, the Facebook update page, Nahum Siegel Network, so you know exactly what's happening and when. JM in the AM Tuesday as we continue with Mordechai Shapiro, brand new at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
Pitach ta sakiva, ta zeni simcha. Hafach ta mispedi, lemacholli. Pitach ta sakiva, ta zeni simcha. Hafachta mispedi, lemacholli. Pitachta saki, patazeni simcha. Thank you. 
Couple of great tunes from Yitzhak Fuchs this morning. Jam in the AM is Yitzhak Fuchs with Hafachta. Uh, Mordechai Shapiro, before that, brand new here at Jam in the AM. I want to thank those who have been commenting on our app. Much appreciated. Um, wow. One of the people on the app says he attended Yeshiva Zichron Moshe in the Bronx with Marvin Silverman's over 50 years ago. Wow. Listener Terry in Efrat. Hey, Terry. She says, Mazel Tov to Shlomo Katz. I'm being made the rabbi of Shirat David in Efrat. Mazal tov to Shlomo Katz for that. Trucker Yitz says he went to Yeshiva Zichron Moshe starting in 1967 on the Grand Concourse. All right. What did you learn from the NSN app? It's pretty amazing, I must say. Uh, if you don't have the app, make sure to install it and enjoy all the great programming, including the um, uh, live lunch, which is coming up later today in just 12 minutes from now, an amazing look at the history of the OU. A couple of um, incredible guests that we have for that segment, the OU Jewish Reaction Program. Uh, we've set up the um, uh, the OU uh, Pesach Products Program 
That is always such a big hit here at JM in the AM. It'll be the Tuesday before Pesach, the Tuesday, the 19th. Oh, I think that's primary day, if I'm not mistaken, in New York. Tuesday the 19th, that'll be the um, the day you can enjoy the Pesach Products Program. After all, what is what is there not to be enjoyed about the Pesach Products Program? After all, it reminds you that we are this much closer to Pesach. Uh, tomorrow, we'll talk about OXC, the uh, OL Extreme Challenge, coming up at Camp Cayley on May the 15th. We'll give you the details on that. And uh, plenty more right here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in and enjoy. And again, if you missed the conversation with Marvin Silbermans, the uh, Orthodox Jewish man who was a writer for Jay Leno in The Tonight Show for close to two decades, uh, you can check out our archive section later on. And um, Jay does one hour plus eighth day in Lipa this coming Sunday night to benefit the Friends of United Hatzalah of Israel, the Jazz at Lincoln Center. You can go to the website, friendsforisrael.com. Again, that is uh, friendsforisrael.com. Jam in the AM at 10 minutes before 9 o'clock. And this is uh, the Solomon Brothers.
J.M. in the A.M. Uh, that's from Shlomo Katz, the Rega Shal Ahava of Yisrach Melech. Solomon Brothers before that, wrapping things up on a um, Tuesday morning broadcast with Micha Gammerman at J.M. in the A.M.
Israel and our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. But I'm listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web. JMTheAM.org. I thank you all for tuning in. Big thank you to Marvin Silberman for joining us. Uh, tomorrow we'll have a chance to explore the OXCOL Extreme Challenge here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Enjoy all of our great programming all through the day, including the OU Jewish Reaction Show, which has to do with the history of the OU coming up next on JMTheAM.org and on the NSN app. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you. Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.